Point God is a production of iHeartRadio. I asked him, I said, Stock, man, how? What is the key you plan to let longevity, man? He's like, how, 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 how much you weigh? I was like, shit, 190. He was like, do not allow yourself to get over 200 pounds. Yo, welcome back to the Point God Podcast. I'm your host, none other than Baron Davis, a.k.a. Boom Dizzle, a.k.a. B. Diddy. And the Point God Podcast is an opportunity for us to journey into the minds of point guards with God-given ability, know-how, can-do-it, style, creativity, essence, presence. Ladies and gentlemen, you already know what's about to happen. You already know about what is about to happen. You already know what is about to happen. You know how geeked I have been for this episode. This man hails from Baltimore, Maryland, out of the legendary Dunbar High School. His number, retired by Florida State, drafted 24th in the 93 draft by the Houston Rockets, an NBA champion. In his first two years as a point guard in the NBA. Three-time NBA champion overall. He's on everybody's most underrated list. But he is not underrated. When we talk about a craftsman, ladies and gentlemen someone who can build things, someone who can assemble things, someone who can polish things, someone who can make things go and look great. When you think about this man, think about the best craftsman in the world. Think about the best leader, right? Vocally, Presence, intangibles, spirit. It's like going to like a, uh, like, like a toy shop as your favorite kid and you just know that this toy maker always got something for you. Always new, always refunctioning. When you talk about a point God, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the general. We are talking about a master craftsman. We are talking about the legend, my dog, (laughs) my arch nemesis, (laughs) the motherfucker who used to give me goddamn sleeping problems. The reason why I couldn't get out the Eastern Conference Finals, my big bro, my mentor, a guy, an advisor, a supporter. That's what a point guard is, the general. Sam Cassell, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, up, they going D-D? crazy. They going crazy. <laughs> hey, they going crazy. Okay. <laughs> All right. What's up, man? What's up, BD, man? Glad to have me, man. Glad to be a part of this, man. You know, took a minute, man. I'm glad I'm here. I can um it's time for me to get on this podcast with hey, you. You know? Hey, bro, I done had Nick the Quick. Right. right. I done had Rod Strickland. Ooh, I done had ooh. Isaiah, Earl Watson, ooh. Jason Hart, Sam Cassell. Right. You right. hear me? Right. Everybody right. <laughs> loves Sam. I am. Talk right. to me, bro. Man, it's just man. You know what, Biddy, man? Like, it just was a pleasure, man. Just like the guys you just named, man. It just, it just brought chills to me, man. Ross Strickland, Isaiah Thomas. You know, my young puppy, Jay, Jason Hart, man. 
Nick the Quick, you know, them guys, man, um, they was, like you could say, I'm legendary. Them guys are legendary too, man. Them guys <laughs> had a unique style of play and it was tough every night. It was tough every night. It was a battle every night with them two guys, you know, man. Um, it was just a pleasure just competing, you know. You know, compete against you early when I was 30, I was 33 years old, hey. coming to the league hey. <laughs> at 22, 23. You know, I was Lord like, what the hell I'm going to do with this young boy? <laughs> hey, bro, I could not fucking stop you, bro. And then you would fucking get, it wasn't me. You would get, you would you would shake me. Then you would get to the big man and hit him with that goddamn pump fake. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, and then strut to the free throw line. Oh, man. That shit used to piss me off, bro. I'm like, God damn it, this motherfucker done got away. You know what I mean? I used to try and stick to you like glue, dog. It was like, oh, my God. Like, dog, just like your pace, mm-hmm. your timing. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. Like, and, 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 and all the tricks of the trade, right, that Bill Sam Cassell. Like, ta- let's go all the way back. Mm-hmm. To Lil Sammy, right? Mm-hmm. What attracted you to the game of basketball growing up in Baltimore? Man, I just I couldn't play football. I was too slow to play football. <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't have too many baseball fields in Baltimore where I could play baseball. So basketball was the sport that um, basically chose me. Um, mm-hmm. Like you said, you know, BD, I was no, I was not athletic. I was never fast. Um, I was a guy who just understood what I could do. Yeah, I didn't do anything on the basketball court. Even you know, my game hasn't changed from 11 years old until I sort of tired at 39. It just yeah. got better. Right. Um, I was never like I said. I was never faster, quicker, more athletic than anybody. You know. So you know, I tell people all the time. I never had a two hand dunk. In NBA, <laughs> <laughs> and I tell people that they, they like you just they, like you just laugh. They yeah. just laugh. Like, yeah. come on, man! I said I never, I never in my life caught an alley hoop in my life. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So these are facts. These not lies. These are facts. You know, you know. Right. I wanted to try. You know, yeah. I never, I never had a vertical dunk in my life. <laughs> right. Right. When I say, when I say these kind of things to people, they're like, "What?" I say. I never had a two-handed vertical dunk or a vertical dunk one hand in my life. That's you know, it's, it's crazy. Like, I think about it to this day. Now I'm 51 years old. I think about it to this day. I was like, damn, you didn't have any athleticism. But I understood, <laughs> I, but I understood what I can do. How can I make my mark in this game? Yeah. Um, I was just, like you said, your introduction to me, man. I was just, I, I always found a way. You know, I had like a herky-jerky basketball game, mm-hmm. you know, at, at 10 years old. Right. So I, I was I was never faster than anyone, BD. You know right. what I'm saying? I was never – I put it like this, BD, and you're going to laugh when I tell you this. I never in my life that I could recall winning a sprint, a practice <laughs> sprint down and back. Never. <laughs> right. Never. You know, right. these right. are the things – you know what I'm saying? These are the things that right. <laughs> I had against me, you know, against yeah. me, but I knew that. I knew that, like, if man, you got on the baseline and in your prime, your career, and my prime, my career, I knew I didn't have a chance to, to beat you down yeah, the back. For sure. I, I knew I said, okay, oh, my Brian Davis down the back, but goddamn, one thing I could do, I said, damn, maybe when the game started, maybe I, I knew angles. I found out early in my career how to use angles on the basketball court, mm. how to get to where I have to get at. Like I said, I wasn't athletic. I wasn't jumping over. Anybody, you played against me numerous of times. Yeah. I wasn't jumping over anybody. I wasn't running past no one. But I always had a unique ability to stop and go fast, mm-hmm. slow down, you know, go again. You know, my pace was, I think I had an awesome pace. So it was kind of really the most, not, the most incredible pace. It wasn't hard. Like it wasn't easy to guard me because you never know how fast I'm going to go. It was impossible to guard you. Let me I just interject. Every now and again, I'm going to interject. You have the most right. incredible pace. You are mm-hmm. impossible to guard. Keep going. I just, <laughs> when, people, when, people, when people watch me play, like, like Jason Hart, my guy, I had yeah. Jason Hart as a rookie. 
he came from Syracuse, um, LA guy. He came to Milwaukee, and his first time playing me, he was pressing me up the court, and I ran the ball <laughs> up the court fast as I could, and I yeah. just stopped on the dime. Yeah. He kept running. He just kept running. <laughs> I just I crossed him. And I ran again hard. I two or three more dribbles. I stopped on the dime to where I had to get at. I got. I needed to get to the free throw line. I got <laughs> anywhere by the free throw line, and I was good. <laughs> so I, I disguised my ball handling ability. I didn't have a flashy dribble like you guys had. I can go between my legs, behind my back, speed up, stop. Yeah. Head up. But wasn't nobody, like, take, wasn't nobody taking the ball from you? No, you weren't taking the ball from no, me. At you all. not taking the ball from me. <laughs> now, talk, talk, ball talk about, like, you you a young kid, you growing up, who you watching? You know what I mean? Because Baltimore, right, mm-hmm. I, I, I say for Baltimore, that's where I got my crossover and brought it back mm-hmm. to the West, right? Right, there, right. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's a sauce, mm-hmm. right? Who are you mm-hmm. watching Right, that you was like, oh, okay, I fuck with his sauce. Well, you know, know I mean? it, it was like some guys like Sherman Douglas, man. Yeah, like, uh, it was Sherman was at Syracuse, and he be my like. I was like, that's me right there. Yeah, I was a little taller than Sherman, but Sherman wasn't fast. He just, he just so crafty. Sherman can dribble with his left hand, great. He yeah, dribble with his left hand, decent, but it wasn't great. But he got the job done. He's the all-time leading assist guy. Syracuse history, yeah. you know, yeah. it's a freshman. He came in after seven assists, then went from seven to eight, eight to nine. And as yeah. a senior, he averaged like I think nine point five assists a game as a senior. So guys like Sherman Douglas was for me, Charles Smith, and the guys out of Dunbar like Muggsy Bogues, man, and yeah. the late Reggie Lewis, yeah. Reggie Williams. You know, we didn't have a pro team. The Washington Bullets, which were all the Wizards now, that was. 50 minutes away, you know, yeah. in, the, in, the, in the early 80s, you know. You ain't shit. doing that. Mom, <laughs> you know, Mom Dukes wasn't going on 55 minutes to go to a basketball oh, game. Man. <laughs> you know, she wasn't doing it, you know what I'm saying? Like, you better go down you better go down to the dome and watch the mugs, you know, play. That's <laughs> yeah. the grandma's talking to me. You better watch them boys in the, in the neighborhood play, yeah. you know, go around the playground with them guys. So I just watch, and as I got older, when I got like 11 to 12 years old, I said, man, I got it. It's time for me to get out there now. Yeah. You know, I always played above my age. Mm. When I was 12, I was playing 12, 14. I was playing with the 14 year olds. Yeah. So, and I took my beatings, but once I held them, once I knew I could handle my own, the game of basketball, it slowed down to me. Think about your first year in the NBA, BD. Yeah, yeah. You got in the league, everything was fast. Yeah. You was like, man, this shit is kind of hard. And when you figure it out, say, man, I got to play this game at my speed. Yes. So, I knew I couldn't run as fast as anybody, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I had to play the game at, at my speed. So I always had that game, that pace in my game. I had that stop and go, like I said. I could go behind my back, back behind my back. And I had a, I could always shoot the ball. I wasn't a great three-point shooter, but I can get to the spots I needed to get to to get a shot I know yeah. I can get. Yeah, and then, like, I love that, bro. And and it's like you growing up, you in Baltimore, right? Mm-hmm. You put like you 10, 11 years old, you like, man, fuck that. I gotta throw my name out here. You watching right. Muggsy, right. <laughs> you watching Dunbar. What was it like to like kind of fall into that legacy? You know what I mean? And 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 what was it like at that time? You know what I mean? Trying to hoop and live in Baltimore. Listen, BD man, like Baltimore, it's like it's you know, you you're from you from LA, man. Baltimore is like it's a small city, and that you can't hide in. You yeah. can't hide in Baltimore. You know what mm. I'm saying? Because I can walk. You can walk from East Baltimore to West Baltimore, uh-huh. and won't be tired. You know what right, I'm saying? So right. you can walk. This is it's not a big city, and you have to uh, just growing up like watching Muggsy Bogues and them play in high school. You know the name. I'm with the Dunbar, the Dunbar Ports. The name of our gym was called the East Side Garden, Whoa. like the Boston Garden. Yeah, yeah, we called yeah. it the East Side Garden. So <laughs> when they played, man, when Muggs and them played, and they had a they had a hell of a team. Imagine having four guys on your team get drafted in the That's first crazy. round. Yeah, Muggsy Bogues, David Wingate, yep. Reggie Lewis, and Reggie Williams, man. Wow. So yeah, four guys, <laughs> four dominant guys, and and when they played, the whole city. Became empty because yeah. everybody had to get to the game to the East Side Garden to watch 
Dunbar. And Sam Muggsy played five foot, he's probably five foot two at that particular time. Uh-huh. Man, it was just amazing the impact he had on Everything. myself because he yeah. was like an inch, I was like an inch and a half taller than him at that time. Yeah. How, he was, how he was wrecking shop. You know, you couldn't dribble the ball up against him. It was nobody. Nobody. No, I mean, I mean, nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't care who you were. You could not dribble the ball. If you did, it was like, you're a fool to try to dribble the ball against Muggsy Bogues. Yeah. He's he was a one fool man to press. try to dribble the yeah. ball. Right. He was, a one, he was the one-man press. <laughs> now he had Reggie Williams on the wing. He had Reggie Lewis, who didn't start. That's crazy. Who didn't start. He did. Who didn't start? Who <laughs> averaged twenty four points in college and didn't start? Came off the bench. That's crazy. At number Reggie Williams at the particular time was the number one player in the country. Yeah, he was the man. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Muggs was Robin. Yeah. Reggie Williams was Batman. Yeah, he yeah. was the man. You know what I'm saying? David Wing. David Wingate was the role player. He was the defender. Yeah, everybody six five and under or over. David Wingate guarded him. That's he crazy. was the defender. Now, you bring Reggie Lewis off the bench. Now, he was the finisher. Uh, when Reggie Williams got tired, Reggie Lewis came in and finished the games. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but that was going going watching Dunbar play, man, as a kid. And I got recruited by a lot of Catholic schools in Baltimore. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you a story. <laughs> a school called Cartman Gibbons, which is a pretty good um, Catholic school in Baltimore. Quint Daly, the late Quint Daly attended there. Uh-huh. And, um, they came to my grandmother's house and they was talking to me and my grandma about going to school. And my grandma didn't have a clue where Cartman Gibbons was at. Right. <laughs> to get to Cartman Gibbons, I had to catch two buses to get to school. Uh oh. She didn't know that. So she said, um, um, how's Sam going to get to school? And the coach said, uh, well, he had to get up a little early and he had to catch two buses to get to school. My grandma looked at him and said, shit, that boy ain't getting no, no five, that boy ain't getting no buses. <laughs> he better be able to get a seven five. So Dunbar was right down the street. It's like a like a nine block walk straight down the street. You know sure. what I'm saying? I had to walk through a couple projects to get through it. But I had a pass because I was a basketball player. Yeah. So I could walk through different projects in Baltimore mm. and get to Dunbar. It wasn't no problem. No problem at all. But... My grandma was like, that boy ain't going to car. No, I'll tell you that already. right now. <laughs> he ain't hey, going to school. He got to catch the bus. And they say they say back then, and it's always kind of like been a staple that I've heard, is that basketball is the one thing in Baltimore where they actually stop all the bullshit and right, go to the right. You know what I mean? So it's like right. you, you in high school, you know what I'm saying? And like... You at you at Dunbar, you walk in the school, you know what I mean? And Baltimore is active, okay, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Baltimore right. is active, is dark, it is fucking worse than what you see New York City, <laughs> New York uh City in the 80s right. movies is ten times worse. And but when the basketball happened, you know what I mean? What they do, Sam. Man, it's, it's, everybody just take it's a peace tree. It's yeah. it's peace. It's peace. And our coach name, the guy who ran down ball, the high school coach name was Ball Wade. Um, he was, you know, he was a disciplinary, so he didn't take, he understood. We was all kids from the projects. We was all kids from the inner city who was running wild around the city. So his whole approach was, I got to control these fools so they can have opportunity to better their life, better their self. And back then, BD, no one was thinking about the pros, we was thinking about getting a Division One scholarship. That was the only thing we wanted to do. You know, that's the only thing we wanted to do, just get a Division One scholarship. Then if they take you to the pros that way, we all dreamed about the pros. But when it came reality to me about the pros was when I saw Muggsy Bowes get drafted. And I seen Muggsy Bowes, I seen Muggsy. And one day I remember I asked him, I was in, I was in junior college and I asked him, I said, man, what do I have to do, Shorty? You know, him watching me play, growing up watching me play, he said, all you got to do is keep your nose clean and stay eligible. That's it. <laughs> That's all he told me. That's it. Especially you, clean. right? Because right. he, right. he watching you. Yeah. You know what he I mean? Said, mm-hmm. He says, keep your nose clean, stay eligible. Don't get no trouble, stay eligible. He just called me hot, bro. You know, yeah. 
just 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 stay eligible. Keep your nose clean, stay eligible. And that's what's the whole thing about me, BD. I was just I was so disciplined, you know. And I took the long I took the long route. You took a to long to Yeah, you took a I long took route. Long, I took a long route. Because after and high school you went you established Dunbar. Then you I went to a prep school for two months. For two months. MCI Academy. What, yeah, what was that like? Yo, you know what time it is. You know, this show wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for our sponsors. Let them have it. Hey, Biddy, imagine, you know, you, you're an L.A. guy, right? You're uh-huh. an L.A. guy. They seen the Fresno to go to, to, go, to, go to school. Nah, hell no. Nah. That's how it was. It was like, <laughs> I, 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 I was shocked. Yeah. I'm, in Pittsville. Yeah. I'm in Pittsville, Maine. That's crazy. I'm in Two, it was, it was it was three stoplights in there, three three stoplights. One movie theater, <laughs> one bowling alley, you know. And enough getting um. That's gonna play out late, fast. <laughs> yeah, my late my man, my late friend um, that rest in peace, man. Then Carlton Hines, man. Um, he 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 was he was he was a student up there, student athlete at MCI, and he was like, man. I said, Carlton, how you did? He's from New York. I said, Carlton, how, how you doing, man? He was like. Hey man, this my this our last resort, man. Get you where we gotta go. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, so man, thug it out. Yeah. That's the only advice he gave me. You got thug this shit out. <laughs> thug it out. <laughs> and, and it's the snow. I'm used to the snow. Right. I, I wasn't used to this kind of snow. Not that type of shit. <laughs> it's the snow like the like snow the like abominable snowman. <laughs> man, it's, it's the snow like 13 hours a day, man. I'm so damn Is it ever gonna stop? And the next day you wake up, they sweep it up. Yeah. And that shit come right back. And you going back to school? <laughs> Go to school. The next day it's snow again. I can't believe it. I could not believe it, man. I could not believe it. But hey, you know, this is not doing what I'm supposed to do in high school. <laughs> right. <You know? laughs> like my grandma said, this is a damn punishment. That's Man, your, you that's your fault, boy. <laughs> not my fault. Oh, uh, dang. Because you were also recruited by DePaul, right? Mm-hmm. And then you were declared yep. ineligible, and that's why you went to uh, yep. uh, Jacinto. San Jacinto. Yeah, San Jacinto. Now, what was that mm-hmm. like? Ooh, now, now, check this out. I went all the way up north. Uh-huh. To go to prep school. Yep. Now San Jacinto is all the way southwest. Yeah. Forty five minutes outside of Houston. Yep. Now I get I I fly from Baltimore to Houston. And I see I see you know you you fly into Houston for big old cities the skyline yeah, yeah. And I'm like oh okay this might be high. Yeah. The coach picked me up. We get in the car <laughs> and we drive away from the skyline. <laughs> like, like way away from the skyline. I'm, I'm in the back seat. I'm in the back. Like, like, like it's a horror movie. Like, when that U turn will happen? Nigga, get off. <laughs> hey, get off. Get like, off. Right. When that U turn will happen, man? When that U turn will happen? Never happened. So, past it, I went to school, San Jacinto, in Pasadena, Texas. Man, it's like 45 minutes outside of Houston. <laughs> and like like and we get on campus and I see riding towards campus, I see cows and stuff like that, man. Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh this this MCI all over again. It's the MCI all over again. But hot. <laughs> Like, but it's like a hundred degrees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now nah, it was too cold. Now nah, sweating. <laughs> you sweating. You know what I'm saying? I got one. I got a duffel bag. I got one bag. I got an army duffel bag that my uncle gave me. Uh-huh. I got like a, 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 a four pair shorts in there, two pair jeans in that joint. You know what I'm saying? I ain't have a whole lot. You know what I'm right, saying? Two right. pair sneakers. You know what I'm saying? About two hundred dollars in my pocket. That's it. That was it. <laughs> That's it. Cow tipping. You know what I'm saying? And I never forget it, man. I had this kid that was on um that I thought was the best player I ever seen in my life. He's from LA. I know you heard him, Clifford Allen. Yeah, hell yeah. Man, listen, man. Hell yeah. Hey, Clifford listen. Allen. Clifford man, Allen listen, man. is probably yeah, go ahead. Tell me, dog. Listen, man. The second day we got there, we played, and I was just watching Clifford Allen play, man. I was like, I called home. This we had to call collect. Yeah. Young people don't know about this. You had to call, had to call collect. <laughs> I said, yo, we got this motherfucker down here from LA. He equipped, man. He got he said he equipped. He big Ain't crip. anything about the games. Yeah. I had no idea about the games. You know, he was equipped. He said, he equipped, man. He got this bandana around his head, man. He crazy, but he likes me. He can hoop. 
<laughs> he, he can hoop. Six eleven left handed, shoot, shoot it, dribble it. Man. He was like Lamar Odom and Kevin Garnett in one. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but, 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 but he was mean. You yeah. Cliff yeah. on my hands in a minute. Yeah. Cliff on my hands in a minute, man. And, and Cliff, Cliff, like, he just, he start liking me. Like, he yeah. knew that. Like, he's, he's come East Coast. Oh, little East Coast right there, right there. He, you know, East Coast can cool, man. Yeah. And, and so I had a rep for Cliff like me. So I was like, yeah, I'm a big Cliff, my man. Man. You know, yeah. man. you know, you know, Cliff got me drinking beer and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't drink no beer. I was no beer drinker, you know what I'm saying? LA oh, boys. Huh? Right, 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 right. I said, oh, in I said, oh, English. Hey, hey, cuh, hey he probably like, hey, cuh, hey, cuh, yeah. hit this all he goes. <laughs> hey, Biddy, but that was my man. That was my man, Biddy. Yeah. That was my man. Man, man. And you know, I think Clip, I think Clip passed away, man. Yeah. I think Clip passed away, man. That's my man, you know. Rest in peace too, Cliff, man. Like. But man, that that experience with San Jack um, was awesome because going to San Jack is like it was like the number one junior college in the country. You know? Oh wow! You, you went to San Jack. Most of the players, most of the guys went from San Jack to UNLV yeah. or St. John. Yeah. You no, know, like, San Jack had like fifteen pros Got that went to San Jack before they went to the D one man. So it was the it was the junior college, the all junior college. And you wa- you then, walking man. in the legacy. You walking in. No, it was crazy. Legacy. It was crazy. Yeah. You know, Spoon James. Yeah, Walter Bray. Walter Bray with the San Jack. You know, it had a whole whole lot of guys. With Tom Henderson. Uh, I'm, I'm going my mind going blank right now, but so many. Liddell Eccles. Mm-hmm. It's a whole lot of guys. Boo Harvey. Oh wow. You know, David Butler. Yeah. Moses Gary. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, we screaming everything. You know, yeah. they with the San Jack. You know what I'm saying? You know, Arnold Bernard, A-Train. It's, it's so many guys with the Sand Jack. Spoon James. Yeah. You know, Michael, Mike Lloyd with the Sand oh, Jack. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah. So, Mike so, Lloyd. So many guys. Wow. Yeah. So many. And Mike Lloyd was like the two-time player of the year at Sand Jack. Yep. So, you know, it, it, it was crazy, BD. But but it was, it was experience. It made me grow up as a young man, mm-hmm. you know, being away from home, you know. Yeah. And uh, there was no need to get homesick because my grandma was going to send me the money Bring me back home. <laughs> <You're stuck>. <laughs> <laughs> it was over. <laughs> boy, you better, you better figure it out. That's our favorite word. You better figure it out, boy. Yeah. Gee, I ain't got no goddamn money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Real figure shit. it out. Real figure shit. it out, man. Talk figure about like the, the junior college experience and like, you know, because like a lot of players, you know, don't go that route. You know what I mean? Right. Like, talk about right. like what junior college basketball was. I know Ray for Austin was on the show and he talked about how yeah, junior college yeah. just like that shit was like almost like a grind house. Like, you know what I mean? What was that like? So, Nick Van Exel so went to junior college too. Yes, yes, this is so crazy. Funny story. So they had this big old jamboree, right? Uh-huh. Like you bring like 40 top junior college around the country. You play in this jamboree. It's like a scrimmage. Yeah. And we played Trinity Valley. Uh-huh. Nick Van Exel. Didn't know Nick. Nick didn't know me. Yeah. And Nick had the ball in his hand. And I tipped it out of his hand. And I said something to him. I said, uh, got to be strong with the ball, young fella. And he was like, man, get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and and right, from right then to there, that's then, man, Nick became like this. Yeah. We became tight. Yeah. From that right there. Yeah, y'all super so tight. We stayed, we stayed in touch all through junior college, all through four year in college. And then he's one of my closest friends to this day. Yeah. We got to the pros. And it was like, Hey man, it's just it's just like that. Y'all you know really, what I'm y'all really had like a a, a a little point guard crew. Like when I yeah. was coming up in the league, you know what I mean. I used to watch how right. you and Nick move, and then how the young dudes move behind Moochie. Everybody yeah. was like, you know, y'all had y'all y'all, y'all took care each Steve other, Francis, bro. Coutinho. Steve Catino, yeah. man, y'all yeah, took care each other, bro. That yeah. shit was, was just, beautiful to see. We all, we all lived in Houston. During the summertime, you know, we all lived in Houston. We just, you know, then Stephon Marbury came down. Yeah. Damon started my move there. It was just like, if you wanted some, Damon Jones. Yeah. So if you wanted some, you wanted some work, man. You know, as a guy, you came to Houston, you got some work. You yeah. know, it was just every night, you know, you get your ass bust. You know, the next day you get up. Yeah. <laughs> John Luke is talking, John Luke is talking about you. Goddamn, <laughs> damn. Well, Nick kicked your ass yesterday, boy. Goddamn, what you do today? You know what I'm saying? You know? Hell yeah. Hell <laughs> you know, that's yeah. how it was, man. 
That's how I was, baby. That's and, how I was, man. Yeah, I mean, how how was it like? You know, you 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 at uh, Jacinto, San Jacinto, and then you wind up at Florida State. You mm-hmm. know, and you're in the backcourt with Bobby Sura. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And and, and right. the ACC at the time. You know, and, Listen, and at the time, Florida State. You know, and maybe it was my ignorance, but I didn't. I didn't know nothing about Florida State, no basketball. You know what Listen, I mean? Me, y'all got... don't, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. <laughs> Talk the to only, the only way I, I attended Florida State. They was, it was the first year I went to college at Florida State. They was moved into the ACC conference because before I got there, they was in a Metro conference. Got it. With Louisville, South Florida, yeah, um, you know, Mississippi State, something yeah. like that. I don't know, Ole Miss, whatever it was, yeah. and. I ain't know anything about Florida State basketball, but once they moved into the ACC conference, um, I was like, huh, "I'm consider this because yeah. originally I was planning on going to UNLV with J.R. Ryder. Ooh, I was going to UNLV with J.R. Ryder because, like I said, we had that pipeline from San Jack to UNLV. Man, stop playing! What? What? Wait, hold on. Yeah, no, nope. I was stop going to the pipeline playing. from San Jack to UNLV. <laughs> I was going to UNLV. The only reason I didn't imagine you and and Jr. Ryder in the back. I I I'd be worried for y'all off the court. (laughs) So great, great decision. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful decision. (laughs) Wonderful decision. But um, but it it, it was good, man. Because Jr. at that particular time, my sophomore year, I was the number one player in the country, and Jr. was the number one player in the country on the West Coast. Nice. But the only problem was. That UNLV talk was fighting that lawsuit with the NCAA. Yeah, yeah, nah. And and they was on probation. Yeah. And it wouldn't look right if he signed the top two junior college players, knowing yeah. that they on probation, they can't go to the tournament. Yeah. You know, so I had to figure out another school and and I chose Florida State because they was moving into the ACC conference. Got so it. I got a chance to play against Duke, North Carolina, Maryland, Clemson, Wake Forest, you know what I'm saying? I was like, ooh, North Carolina State, you know. Virginia, I, I went, I went yeah, all that. Smoke. On. I went yeah. all that smoke because during that time, you know, a lot of guys from the DMV area was at the ACC. Walt, Wiz, Walt Williams, you know, yeah. what I'm saying? Brian, yeah. you know, Brian Hill. They had um, Brian Stiff. I'm sorry, Brian, Brian Stiff. Stiff. Yeah. So, so there's so many guys from that area. You know, was uh, in Chris ACC. King. Yeah. It was so many Randall Childress. He was called. Was so it was so many guys yeah. from. The DMV area, that Grant Hill, yeah, you know, so many guys from that area. So I was like, man, not and they and they had some killer point guards in the oh, conference. Trace, everybody, Trace. it was a it Corey, was, Ale- Corey Alexander. You know, he had a lot of he had a lot. Of it was guards, a fade you know? every night, dog. Yeah, every night, every night, you know, and it's the ACC conference, you know. Yeah, and I was like, man, this I was like, whatever. Yeah, I am. You know what I'm saying? I never forget it. We want you, um, you know. At the beginning of the season, you had to go to the conference things, and each your team, your coach take two of his players. Yeah, oh, yeah, the yeah, conference yeah. Thing. And we was a big time football school. Our yeah. football team just moved into the ACC, ACC. conference that year, yeah. and they was crushing people. Yeah. They was beating people 69 nothing, 69 yeah. 3. They yeah. was crushing because Florida State football was was a top three school in the country. Yeah. Football, now they're moving to this. And who, who, was, that? who was on the football team at the time? Oh, man. It was um we had Ant Lee, we had Edgar Bennett, we had oh, Twelve Buckley, uh, yeah. Dark Brooks, oh. Dark Brooks, <laughs> oh man, it, it, was, it was so interesting, man. It, it was like and Florida State was my team. Yeah, and I was like, that's the that's the real reason I went to Florida State because like, it was like I, I got the keys, huh? I got the yeah, I got, I got to watch my football team play. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing my thing on the basketball court, but it was, it was man, it was awesome down there. Just just seeing how you know the big football players move around. Man, you know, right that time it was number two in the country. It was always Florida State, Miami, yeah. Miami, Florida State. The Hurricanes against the Snows. Yeah. Yeah. So it was always competition with that, you know. But it, it it was crazy, man. Just being a part of that atmosphere, you know, going going to the football game at Doe Campbell Field, watching, yeah. you know, the Tom Hawk. Oh, yeah. looking, looking at the stands and yeah. seeing like. 70,000 people were doing it, man. Just sent chills to my body. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you couldn't was, wait to crazy. get on the court. I couldn't wait to get on the court. I couldn't wait. Because no one knew me. They didn't know. Everybody knew, like, like, well, they got this big-time junior college player in San Cassell. And they didn't know. All the football players didn't know if I go hoop or yeah. not. You know what I'm saying? They, they yeah. heard about me. They read my press clippings. But let, let's see if you can and, do it. And the team wasn't no good. 
before you. And no one thought that we we're going to be good. Yeah. No one thought. They, they picked us preseason and like finished eighth in the conference. Oh, I was wow. like, eighth? And I see all this talent. <laughs> My team we had, we was a football school. Yeah. Major football school. We had four guys off my team get drafted in the Absolutely. first round. Yep. Bob Sir, Charlie Wood, Dirk yep. Edwards, and myself. Yep. You know, for football school, they ain't bad. Right. <laughs> they right. ain't bad at all. You know, I spent two years there, man, and two awesome years, man. Two awesome years. No one think about Bob Sir. Bob Sir was the last guy that we recruited to come to Florida State. That's Bob right. Sir signed his letter 10. A month, like two or three weeks before school started. That's crazy. No one knew who Bob Sarah was. No one knew who Bob Sarah was. He had a he had a, a fresh haircut. He had a ponytail and a little little rat, tails. Rat, rat tails. <laughs> rat tails. Okay. Yeah, rat tails coming out. We got him to cut. We got him to cut that cut that off real quick. Yeah. Oh, Bob, we got to cut that. And five months later, he became a rookie of the year. Yeah, that's crazy. Over some. James Foss was in that class. Yeah, yeah. Georgia no, no, he was, and, yeah. And James, and he was the rookie Bobby. You know, we just balled, man. Yeah. We was the first team. We played three guards. And we just, we had this kid on our team with my roommate and Chuck Graham, man, like 6'4", jump out the gym. And he started old ball. Yeah. You know, he he was pretty good. And he tore his knee up his senior year, man. That, that you know, that was, that was, that was drastic for our team. But um, Bob Sarr just, you know, Step came in and took advantage of it. Killer. Came in and took advantage of him, man. That's crazy, man. And you and you played in the backcourt. You groomed Charlie Ward. Yeah. That was yep. your young guy. And it's the crazy part about it. When I got to Florida State, Charlie Ward was the punter on the football team. Stop playing, dude. Yeah, he's the punter. See, people don't realize he was the punter. Charlie Ward was the punter. No way. I never heard My this. My junior year was the sophomore year. Charlie Ward was the punter on the football team. Y'all ever he's heard that? Wow. No, I knew he's the punter. He was the punter. He was the punter. So when the so time he got nobody, on, nobody checking for Charlie Ward. No, no, no. He just, he, you know, he, he just... He was a freak athlete. He was good in all sports. Yeah. Baseball, football, basketball. He was good. Uh, at, he was solid in every everything. sport. Yeah. You know, it's like some guys might be good at this and better in that sport. He was equal across the board in <laughs> yeah, all three yeah, sports. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, solid. <laughs> like, solid. He's, he's going to get some playing time. So on his days that they didn't practice, he's coming to the gym and play with us. And he was I'm solid. Saying, <laughs> I said, man, he could pass, you know, yep. he could defend, he could, yep. you know, he could dribble the ball. So that gave me a chance to move over to the two guard position yeah. to do the yeah. things I know I can do. I can put the ball in the basket. So I'm like, man, when are you coming back? He was like, after the bowl game. <laughs> I'm like, damn, in January? <laughs> in January? <laughs> damn, damn I, 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 need, hey, damn. I need some early buckets. Dog. Right, yeah. right. So, for like 15 games, I, I had to be the point guard, you know? And, and Coach Kenneth said, I need you to score the ball. But now I, was, I had to make a decision, just drip it or just score. So yeah. I was like, Coach Kenneth like, listen, I need you to move the score, boy. Kendrick like move the scoreboard. Yeah, yeah. We got to score some points in ACC conference to win some games. Move the scoreboard. So I scored, but you know I was like four or five assists, but I was, I was like eighteen points. Yeah, you was and killing. Was like, I need you to continue to move the scoreboard. Then when Charlie came back, I said, "Hey, hit the ball!" Like, look, hit the ball. You take the ball. You throw the ball to the court. <laughs> yeah, I want to be on the wing. <laughs> Hell yeah, I love that, bro. Because I remember like growing up watching. You know, and watching like watching Florida State and being like, damn, dude, like that was the first time I seen three guards. Right, right, right. right. And that was the first time I seen right. two point guards. Now we was playing right. two point guards in AAU. You feel uh-huh. what I'm saying? But that was right. the first time in college that it was like, hold on, like I'm confused. Yeah. Who's the point guard? Right, the you know what guard. I mean? Yeah, right. like right. that shit yeah. was confusing to a little kid kind of growing up. Right. But we had started early playing this two point guard thing on my AAU, and so mm-hmm. and so we used to um, kind of mimic y'all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We used to mimic Florida right. State, but you was a big guard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. wasn't like a yeah. small. You wasn't a small guard. You wasn't a Charlie mm-hmm. Ward. You wasn't a Childress. You wasn't a Bobby mm-hmm. Hurley. You wasn't a. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was uh, a little taller. Than yeah, guy. Man, you yep. was you was taller, yeah. right? And you had 
you had a unique thing about you you know what i mean and i mm-hmm. think when you in florida state when i was watching it was almost like that's when you became a pro Yo, you know what time it is. You know, this show wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for our sponsors. Let them have it. Like I started my, that's when I started my back down. I was backing little yeah. stars down, posting them up. You know, I think, I thank my coach. He's my coach. I asked my coach one day, I said, Coach, I'm, Charlie came back. I said, Coach, I'm, what, what do you expect from me? What do you want me to do now that Charlie's back? I never forget, I was in his office, he's eating a sandwich and he's eating some chips. Uh-huh. He went to his mother and said, I want you to do the same thing you did at San Jack. I want you to do it here. If you got to bat somebody down, I need you to get buckets. I need you to score the ball, Sam. I need you to score the basketball. I need you to score the basketball. You score the basketball, like I know you just score the basketball, we'll win a whole lot of basketball games. And it's so amazing that my, my junior year, we finished second behind... Duke, who won a national championship that year. Right, right. Now, we finished second in ACC Conference, which was no one never thought that we was going to finish second. Right. You know, our record was better than North Carolina, you know, about two games. You know, yeah. we, we was we had a solid, good basketball team. So now, everybody took notice. I mean, Florida State is, okay, Somebody now. Somebody to all juniors. Yeah. Who's all juniors? <laughs> That's the great thing. That's Who's crazy. Who's all juniors? Who's all juniors? Myself. Doug Edwards, Rodney Doball. We had an our center was six eight, six eight and a half. He was like two hundred pounds. Yeah, and jump out of the gym, all time leading shot blocker in the school to this day. That's crazy. The school history, you know. So we had a unique group of guys, man, that we understood how to play with each other. And think about it, BD. We had three guys on our team yeah, who averaged over eighteen points a night. Three that's guys, crazy. Three yep. guys on our team. That's buckets. But, uh, Hey, Marcus, dog, that's getting, y'all was that, getting That's hard up. to do in college. That's Hell hard yeah. It's hard, it's hard 18. for one dude to average 18. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's we crazy. Because we score, we press. Yeah. We score, we press. We, we score, we press. We had three guards. We just try to jump the game up. Then at the end of the game, coach was like, okay, Sam, okay, you got a small guard, you post up. You post up. He didn't mind no one posting up if you could post up, you know? We shot the three ball a lot, you know, before we ain't shoot it like Lord like LMU did, but we shot the three ball a lot. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, I had a yeah, I had a hell of a yeah, I had a hell of a pace. And like me watching, I was like, damn, dude, this is right. like this is what a guard is. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like right, I'm right. a I'm a right. little dude, but I'm like, damn, dog, like, like this is cause cause before when you think about point guards, Bobby Hurley, right? Mm-hmm. Shooting Small, guard Doug Williams, whatever his name. Mm-hmm. What was his name? Williams, uh, Williams, the shooting guard for Duke. Uh, they had uh, who they had that? Who they had? Uh, but it was like that type of mode of yeah. shooting guard, catch, yeah. shoot. Sean Raspert yeah. was another yeah, one of yeah. those yep. smaller, Rasper, yep, yep. you know, six three, six four shooting mm-hmm. guards. And then mm-hmm. you come along, and you're a scoring point guard. Point guard. Yep. You don't yeah. even play like a two guard. No. You know what I mean? You not, uh, you're not out there playing like no two guard. You are out I'm there playing the point, a scoring yeah. point. If I got the ball, I'm bringing it up. It wasn't like I get, I get somebody throw, outlet me the ball, I'm throwing the ball to Charlie Ward. No, I'm bringing it up. Right. <laughs> I'm in attack mode right. from start. I'm in attack mode from start. So that was the whole thing about our ball club. But it was a, it was a unique Group of guys, man, uh-huh. who just we just had so much love for each other. We did yeah. everything together because you understand, BD, the football team is on a level like this. They, yeah. they high level. Yeah. They walk around and they walk around and let them in jackets on. They like, yeah, yeah we the number one team in the country. You know, we the number two team in the country, you know. You know, then it was like, wow, man. And I told I never forget, I told Doug Evans and uh Bobby Sarah, I said, man, we gotta get it like that on campus. Yeah. And we walk on campus. Everybody move out the way. Yeah. We got to get it like that. Yeah. We have to get it like that. We have to get it like that. So I got tired of moving from Marvin Jones and yeah. Dark Brooks and yeah. Charlie yeah. Ward when they walk through camps. I got yeah. tired of that. Yeah. I got tired of them, man. <laughs> Everybody clapping for them. Yeah. They coming to the cafeteria. They all the like, I got tired of them, man. I need some we claps. Come, huh? We coming to the cafeteria. Everybody's, hey, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, we got some claps and some 
sick of that, man. <laughs> I'm sick of that. <laughs> I love that, man, because when you think about just, you know, the little journey you took us on, it's like, you know, growing up, watching Muggsy, going into a, you know, you walking into right. these storied places, you know, yeah. Dunbar, San Jacinto, you know what I mean? Right. And now you go right. to Florida State and you're like, fuck that. We got to create this. You know what I mean? We got to create it. I think that's just a testament of of, of, of of the master craftsman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like the journey of the master craftsman because eventually you get drafted, right? You go pro mm-hmm. and you get drafted by the Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. A story franchise, right? That really has no history. Yeah. No legacy. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so early in your career is legacy, legacy, living in legacy, creating your legacy. Mm-hmm. Now in college is create a legacy, right? right? For the for for the school, right? But also right. continue to create your legacy, right? And like you've established yourself again, right, as one of the top guards, you know, in the country in college, mm-hmm. right? Now you get drafted 24 to the Houston Rockets, right? And now you mm-hmm. got to start all over again. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Let me tell you something, BD. I get drafted, right? Houston Rockets draft me. This is this is on their roster. Guards. Kenny Smith. Yeah. Scott Brooks. Yeah. Vernon Maxwell. Uh-huh. Mario Ellie. Sleepy Floyd. Wow. Winston Garland. Wow. Dave Jameson. That's Dave crazy. Jameson's white kid out of Ohio was like uh-huh. second team All American. I got seven guards. Now imagine draft now. You got draft. You've been through this. Yeah. You got drafted to Charlotte. You like, I'm going here and start, right? Like, yeah. Day one. I think I got, I got a chance to start. Yeah. I'm like, Damn. Damn. draft me. <laughs> <laughs> you sure <laughs> shit? Man, can I go somewhere else? I- yeah, where I'm playing. Damn, where I'm playing. But from day from day, I was like, "Oh shit, it's competition. This is a competition." I remember doing my first interview with the Rockets, and uh, I worked off for him and, and Rudy Tom Janovich, and we had this this old scout we had named John Killer, like, old guy, but he was a wonderful mind. He's the Boston Celtics assistant coach back in the day with a. Uh, Tommy Heinsohn. Yeah. And so he became our, our, our band scout, lead scout for college. And um, they was asking me questions. They was like, what you think about uh, Thomas Hill? Uh, Thomas Tilts, the shooting guard, the two guard for Duke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, he okay. I said, he all right. Good player. So he said, what you think about, um, um, what's the kid name? Rex Walters. Uh-huh. I said, oh, yeah, Rex is a good player. He said, what about um, Greg Brown? Think about Greg Graham with the Indiana. Yeah, I was like, um, yeah, right. got, dra- got drafted by Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, I was right. like, hey, he's solid, he's solid. I said, then he asked me, uh, Rudy T said, what you think about James Hollywood Robinson from Alabama? I was like, coach, all them good players, coach. That's the coach. Um, no offense, coach, they ain't me. Yeah, <laughs> they good players, they not me at all. And when I said that, right, John Killer, he's about six eight, BD. He stood up and said, God damn it, you hear that fucking kid answer? God damn it, <laughs> they're not him. He taking his kid. Sam, listen, he just took over to me and said, Sam, you have a wonderful evening. It's a pleasure meeting you, son. God damn it, we're going to take this kid. we taking this kid. But none of the kids ever said no shit like that. Yeah. They're not me. Listen, <laughs> yeah. you, you got to do this all. Yeah, I thought I did something yeah. wrong. I'm like, Oh, You're like, what's fuck? going on? <laughs> I just told what them, did I, I say? Like, yeah, you know, they, yeah. They good players, but they're not me. They ain't like, they ain't, you name this guy, like they, they ain't better than me. Yeah, I don't know. Right, I don't know what right. y'all, I don't know what right. y'all looking at. Like, yeah. like these guys going what is, top 15, top yeah, 12, what, like nine, What 10, is the like, qualifications? <laughs> yeah, they, ain't, hey, they ain't me. Right. NBA game? They no ain't way. me. You no know what I'm saying? So I get to camp, man, and all these guys are hitting me like, I mean, Sleepy Floyd, four-time All-Star. Yep. Mad Max, you know what, Mad yep. Max is crazy zone or what. Yep. You know, Kenny Smith is the start point guard. Scotty Brooks is back up. And the crazy part about it, they won 55 games a year before I got there. Crazy. 
<laughs> they what the fuck did they have? Games for God damn. Like, what am I doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fifty-five games. So it, it, it was from day one. It was it, it was like, I'm gonna show these. I'm gonna show these dudes. Yeah. I'm gonna show these dudes. You know, it was from day one. Day one. I'm picking up full court. You know, I'm picking up full court. I'm I'm grinding. I'm grinding. Yeah. So they released Sleepy. They released Winston Garland. They saw what they had to me. They released them. Gone. God. Like John, uh-huh. like released them. You know what I'm saying? Dave Jameson, um, he was he was like six five. Baby, I said this this white guy used to beat me up, man, so bad, man. I used to take advantage of it, man. Yeah, like, yeah. He was stronger than me. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, I was like, man, yeah, get this man off me, man. Yeah. And they and they, they cut him in, in, in training camp. They cut him in preseason. They cut him. So I'm going through preseason, first preseason game. Check this out. We playing Orlando Magics. Okay. Rudy the team was like, Rook! Call me Rook. Uh-huh. Oh, you know, you're the first time. I jump off the bench, take my shit off. Run to the, run to the score, Taylor, get in. It wasn't even a minute in the game. Brian Maxwell said, hey, Bad Max, hey, don't nobody poke you out here on this basketball court. You're a man, stand your ground. My first minute in my first NBA game, I get into a scrapple with Scott Skiles. Man, Scott, <laughs> so now check it out. We get a toy. We, we get it. He grab a shot, grab his trip. I get ejected. Uh-huh. He get ejected. My first game. That's crazy. I'm nervous. I'm in locker. I'm nervous. I'm like, oh man. That's <laughs> oh crazy. man. So I, could, I come. So the team coming in the locker room. Yeah, I'm nervous. I know the, the coach gonna go off for me. Yeah. <laughs> Brutal T said, no. Guess when everybody drink beer in the lock, man. Yeah. That's the fuck deal. Everybody drink beer in the lock, man. After the game, like, fuck beer. Motherfucker, we had a guy smoking a cigarette. Yeah. The old guy smoking a cigarette lock, man. After the game, I'm like, fuck, what's going yeah. on? Like, like, and Routine said, hey, Rook, goddamn, I like your aggressiveness. I want to see you play a little bit. <laughs> Bitty, it's like a 55 pound dumbbell was yeah. off my shoulders, man. Yeah. I was so nervous. I just thought he gonna go off on me in front of the team, man. I mean, all fucked up for a couple of days, man. Yeah. And he didn't. He was like, "God damn, bro, I like your aggressiveness, but I want to see you play a little bit." Yeah. My shoulders, my shoulders were like this. Like, they just went down like again. ten feet tall. <laughs> so Brian the basketball sitting next to me, say, "Hey, man, take a beer, man. Shit, goddamn right. Don't let nobody fucking damn right. You see him again, him the fuck him out." <laughs> back then, you know, back then, in the, in the early nineties, <laughs> hey man, it was a fight. At all the time, it was a fight every day. Every every day, somebody was going to altercation. I fight. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know every day, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> every day, the league, the game, the game was just like it was aggressive. Like, it was aggressive. Every team had a forcer. Every yeah. team had somebody that that. And you, know, you can hold. You can hold and grab and push and you know okay, what I mean. You can hand it was, check. Yeah, it was all crazy. That. It was, yeah, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. So it it, it took. It, I had to grow up quick. Had to grow up quick. I had to grow up real quick in this league, man. Then first game over the night, you're laughing. This this is a funny story. Over the night. So I had an awesome preseason. I'm playing. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm getting minutes. I could be the backup point guard. Like, over the night. And listen, we like 0-7 in preseason. We get now here. Boston. <laughs> we get now here. Boston. One time we, we played we played GP in Mexico City. Yeah. We lost by like about 40. <laughs> and Rudy T came locked and said, This I said, this shit, the NBA is something crazy. Rudy T came locked and said, um, God damn it, guys, we gotta get better. So this is what we're doing. There's two buses. I'm taking the one bus, we're going to we're going to this bar down the street. <laughs> Whoever wanna go to the bar, dressed, I'm leaving in 30 minutes. Jumped in the shower. Like, come on, let's go. Come on, let's go follow me. I'm like, the bar. Man, we lost our 40. <laughs> hey BD, we lost our 40. He said, we're going to the bar with the with the head coach having a drink. I said, man, I don't know, bro. I don't know. He said, hey, Brandon's like, man, fuck that. Come on. Come on, you're a ball man. Come on. We team worry about that shit. Come on, it's preseason. I swear. And we didn't beat so bad. And we had a Kim Elijah on our team. Yeah, yeah. They came a Kim, like, I'm calling him. I remember calling my boy, man. Man, Kim Elijah, I'm sorry as shit, man. Like, man, like, like, man. Man, we like, man. He was like three for 12 today, man. Like, 
he had three rebounds, man. He made 15 minutes. He had three rebounds. Not knowing that veterans didn't really take, you use preseason man, to get in shape. Get in shape, yeah. Because back then, training camp was like a month. Yeah, it was a whole month. Yeah. It's a whole month. You go, you play preseason, go back to training camp. Yeah. You know, you know it's a whole month. So I'm like, man, we owe a seven. We get our head beat in. <laughs> I mean, I mean, really like, I, no way, no way this team, we're going to win 50 games yeah. like we're playing now. We yeah. get beat. You know, and I knew something different because after the game, no one was upset but me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one upset. Everybody iced the knees down, you know. We had yeah. one trainer, you know, he turned around and got ice bags all over the place, you know. You know, oh, not like man. they got now, they got 15, 15 trainers, trainers now, you know. Shit. Back then we had one trainer, one equipment manager, and I'm sitting there like, man, we're gonna be in trouble. Overnight comes. We played the Golden State Warriors, Tim Hardaway. Uh-huh. Man, shoot around come. I like I'm I know I'm in the line. I know I'm in the lineup. I know I'm in the I'm gonna be the backup point guard. Yeah. Rudy T come sitting there say, Rook, come here, I need to talk to you. Biddy hugged me. We sitting on the court. He hugged me and said, Hey, listen here. Did a hell of a job in training camp. But um I won 55 games without you last year with Kenny Smith and Mr. Starting Point Guard. Scotty Brooks is the backup. So um, I'm gonna go with them two guys. Um, just keep working hard and um, be ready when the when the bell rings. And got up and walked away. I didn't know what the fuck that mean. Now this is the first time in my life I didn't know what that mean. Mm-hmm. So I asked Brian and Maxwell because Max is my that was my <laughs> big vet. I said, Max, <laughs> man, let me ask you a question, man. How fucking rude the T just told me, man, that <laughs> Kenny's the starter and Scotty is the backup. What, what that mean, man? Brian said, that mean, motherfucker, you ain't going to play tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so check it out, BD. So, so this is the first time in my life in a long time. That you ain't got no burn. That I'm not going to get in the game. Dri- I'm driving home from shoot around. I don't know what to do. I'm like, damn, I'm going to play. I'm not. Maybe he's just bullshitting. See if I'm going to be ready. First quarter go. No, Sam. The King Lodge one out that much. He out there put that business in. <laughs> he in there put that business in. I'm like, where was this on preseason? He put that business in. So at halftime, I said, wait, work dream. I want to say, wait, work dream. He was like, some preseason don't count. The popcorn's popping now. The stat sheets, they don't send it to New York. These stat sheets, they sent to New York now. I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. I ain't New York, New York. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't know the league office was in New York. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I ain't know the league office was in New York. I ain't, I ain't have a clue. So I didn't go to the, I, I stayed home during the draft. Right, I didn't know the right, league office in New York. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, New York, what are you talking about? Why the stat sheets going to New York for? Like, I ain't know. Man, this happened out there, BD, man. He was put tearing him up. Show. Man, he had like 37 and 15. I'm up chair. I got my towel. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, and they all call. I got my towel. I'm cheering. I ain't never seen nothing like this. I ain't never no, seen no I big man. Like, I was like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? I said, who is this guy? We go 17 and 0. <laughs> We go all seven in preseason, and the record season we go seventeen and zero. I believe it. Hey, did you get in? At, did you get in? Any? No, not not not. not. So this is how it is. So back in the day, right? Yeah. When, when you went on injury reserve, when you went on injury you wear reserve, a suit. List, you had to miss five games automatically. Oh yeah. Miss five games automatically. You go on injury reserve. You had to miss five games automatically. So Kenny Smith on the injury reserve list. We in Utah, and Rudy T said, "Well." Rook, I'm going to start you tonight. I was like, start me. I was like, I, I was like, okay, okay. Oh, shit, I'm starting. My first start is against John Stockton. Oh, wow. John Stockton. Walk me through that one. Oh, oh, listen, listen, listen. Check it out, baby. First start, I'm like, I'm geek. Say, well, I'm going to start you. And I'm going to let Scotty Books, Scotty Books to finish the games. Yeah. So I'm starting to and bring Scotty to business. Scotty finished the games. So Brian said, hey, man, come on, man. Throw that, throw that, throw, throw that motherfucker in the dream now. Just throw yeah. it in the dream. Yeah. Spot up. Get a shot. Just throw the dream. Spot up. <laughs> you be all right. Yeah. You be all right. Yeah. We win the game. 
we win. We done had like nine points, five assists. We win. We were uh-huh. like, good job, Rook. We had a back-to-back. We played Sacramento Kings the next night. Wow. Bobby Hurley, my speed yeah, now. Yeah, my yeah. speed. My speed. Yeah. John Stockton was another level now. Yeah. I was like, Damn, what, John what was that like playing against John Stockton? Like, how good was he? And man, how good he, was he that first game when you played against him? Man, he, he just he, – he was just uh, – he was a, a big-time veteran who knew his place on the basketball court. He knew where everybody was at on the court, man. He just knew where – he just knew how to run a ball club. And I just watched him, man. I just watched him. Like, when I sat on the bench, I just watched him. Like, damn, this motherfucker good. Like, he just point pass. He just making everybody better. He just – wouldn't score the ball as much, but he was just making everybody better. He had like 14 points, 14 assists, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Five yeah. rebounds, you know? Yeah. And we won the game. So I'm happy. I'm like, yeah, but Josh Stockton was in. He, he, he was he was, he, so was he, he was real good, man. He, yeah. he was he was good. He yeah. don't get the credit he deserves, but not he, at all. he was crafty, you know. No, he's not better than Isaiah Thomas. I don't care yeah. what they say. Yeah. You know. You know, he ain't better than Zeke, but I think that he was he was good. He, he was, was up great there for though. That style of play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was, was up great there. for that style of yeah. play for them. Yeah, he was he was he he was he was to me, he was like everything special about a traditional point guard. Man, he was great. Right? He, he was, was good. everything he great. He, 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 he was tough. Everything, bro. It, he had no he, make a he had no to. he had no flaws. He was clutch, hit his free throws, steals. He was just always, to me, I felt like, fuck, he was on another level of what he was seeing. You know what I mean? It was like, Mm -hmm. how can you be everywhere being that little and make such impact? You know what I mean? Yep. When I I got older, when I got like like 28, and I asked him, I said, John, at this time, it was like his 15th, 16th, 15th year in the league. I asked him, I said, Stock, man, how? What is the key you playing your like, longevity, man? He's like, how, how, many, how, how much you weigh? I was like, shit, 190. He was like, do not allow yourself to get over 200 pounds. He said, off season, do not allow yourself to get over 200 pounds. You want to play long, Sam? You can never allow yourself to get out of shape where you got to come to camp to get in shape. Mm-hmm. You got to come to camp in shape. I be there. I swear, I took that and ran with. That's how I played so long. Yep. I never allowed myself to get over two hundred pounds. I got the one ninety nine or something. I went on diet. Yeah. I, I, I put the cognac down. I put the yeah. cognac down. <laughs> I put the pizza down. Yeah. I said, no, yeah. I'm cool now. Yeah. I never allowed myself to get out of shape. I always played ball. You remember we used to go to UCLA and play? Yeah. How 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 vicious was them games when oh we played for UCLA? Gosh. Hey yo. <laughs> hey yo. How vicious was them hey, games? Th- now now you talk about some intense fucking mano imano like what? it was some real games. Hey like bro, it was some real beefs created. It was at UCLA, yeah, it was like okay. Kevin that walk in the gym, man. Kevin walk in the oh gym. Oh my god! He's like, Put y'all shit on. Let's go. Put it on. Let's go. Come on, Minnesota. Let's go. Put it on. Let's go. Like, we coming. We coming. Yeah. That shit was a hey, because because in the summertime, bro, it was like certain dudes was just unstoppable. Lamar Murray was unstoppable, bro. But it'd be also like some of them dudes who played overseas, who was right, just right. in shape. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they'd be busting ass and like be busting dudes ass. And um, and then you'll hear, yeah, but you can't do that shit in the league. And right, then dude right, be like, right. oh, I'll be in the league this year. And it's like, oh, it's yeah. all that start going. And it's like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that, uh, the whole Kobe Penny Hard- uh, Penny Hardaway beef started yeah. in the summer. In, in the summertime. Yeah. Summertime. At the uh, summertime. M- m- Midsummer Nights. Remember that? That's where it started at. That's where, where it started at. That's where, that's where yeah. I ever got. I think you had something to do with that. You had a lot to do with that. Nah, bro. <laughs> you can't go uh, Kobe the ball. Nah. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, yo. That shit was crazy, bro. That shit was crazy. And then, like, all right, shit, um, 
this is this is too good, ladies and gentlemen. This is too good in these two parts. So um, we we gonna we gonna have to pick this back up because I we need to right, go man. through the Houston, Houston Rockets. We gotta go through the Milwaukee Bucks. We gotta go through why you were my nightmare. Why you were so many different dudes' nightmares. We also gotta go through like who were your favorite point guards, right? So all mm-hmm. this in episode two, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned. Slick point guard. Podcast, iHeartMedia, Sam Cassell, the legend, the, the craftsman, the general of point guards here on iHeartMedia, presented by Slick. It's Baron Davis, the Point God Podcast. Point God is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.